welcome to The Swolistic Show. I'm your host, Jesse Lockhart, a realtor turned holistic health coach and personal trainer. I'm obsessed with empowering you to make yourself a priority so you can transform your health, your body, and your life through holistic-based practices. Get ready for inspirational stories and actionable advice to start living your own swolistic life. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey friend, welcome back to the Swolistic Show. I am here bringing you another great episode. Today I am going to share five simple ways to make yourself a priority. So if you haven't already caught on, one of my big branding foundations, what I believe in to my core is that you deserve to make yourself a priority. We deserve to put ourselves first, to give ourselves the love that we so freely give to other people, and that truly boils down into making yourself a priority. So, it seems appropriate for this initial launch of episodes that we talk about simple ways to just make yourself a priority. Now, these are going to be exactly that, simple ways. Simple does not always equal easy but they are simple, okay? Things that you can start doing literally today, okay? So we're gonna break down each of these. Starting with number one is, I believe that we should be setting aside at least 10 to 15 minutes each day for ourselves to be alone. Now I know that might be a big ask for some people, looking at all of my mamas out there, but I really just think this is so important, okay? So here's the thing. It does not matter when this is. It doesn't matter if it's in the morning, in the evening, in the middle of the day. All that matters is that you're able to be alone. And it doesn't matter where this is either. Like, it could be in the bathroom. You could be in your closet like I am right now recording this podcast episode. (laughs) It doesn't matter where you are or what time it is. All that matters is that you're able to just be alone. Because here's the thing, you guys. At the end of the day, we are our longest commitment. Outside of our spouses, we have to be with ourselves all the time. Okay? So it's only appropriate that we're able to spend time with ourselves. You can do whatever you want during this time. It does not matter what you do. You can read, stretch, meditate, dance, sing. Honestly, just like do whatever feels good for you. If you want to scroll social media, that's fine. But I I don't think that I would recommend this, actually. I think I would still recommend just like spending some time sitting with yourself, whatever that looks like for you. You could just go outside and sip on a drink. Or go sit in your car and listen to some music. I don't know. There's so many things that you could do. This might be a good time to get some sunshine or go ground yourself outside, which, of course, we will talk more about those in depth in another episode and why they're so great. But, yeah, I mean, these could be... It, it could literally be anything. And I recommend if, if you are honestly and truly crunched for time... I recommend setting a timer on your phone. Just set a timer for 10, 15 minutes or whatever time you can give and just do the thing. 
sing, dance, sit there, meditate, lay in the sun, whatever it is. Set a timer if you're that crunched for time. And I would be willing to bet that you will probably be surprised by how quickly that time is going to pass. That's number one. Just setting aside 10 to 15 minutes each day for you to be alone. This might just be some time for you to decompress, get some peace, be quiet, you know, listen to your intuition, whatever it might be. I just, I encourage you to get that time for yourself. It's important, okay? Now, moving into number two. Number two is drink half your weight in ounces of water per day. I feel like this gets thrown around in the health and wellness and personal training space a lot, but it's important, so we're going to talk about it. (laughs) I mean, hydration is just so important to overall wellness, and it's one of the easiest ways to make yourself a priority. We should all be aiming for half of our weight in ounces per day. So, for example, I currently weigh about 160 pounds, so I should aim for at least 80 ounces of water per day. Here's my tip. Buy that cute water bottle. Buy it. Whether it's the Stanley cup with a handle, a hydro flask, a Yeti, like whatever it is, buy that cute water bottle, throw some adorable stickers on it. Because sometimes when we get something new, like a water bottle or a gym outfit, we just want to use it all the time. We just want to take advantage of the fact that we just bought this new thing for ourselves. So I'm giving you full permission here. Go spend that money and use it, okay? (laughs) Uh, Speaking of this Stanley Cup, I actually just ordered one for myself. I, up to this point, have been, you know, using my Hydro Flask, and I love my Hydro Flask, don't get me wrong, but I really want to see if the handle is all the hype. Be sure to follow me on Instagram to check that out, because I'll share it for sure, but uh, I can guarantee you I'm going to be wanting to carry that thing everywhere. Here's your permission buy the cute water bottle. Then, I mean, of course, just like simply drinking water is important. Just drinking water, ice water, whatever it is. But you're going to get bonus points, so to speak, if your water is filtered and you include trace minerals. So again, we'll talk more about these topics in depth in another episode, but regular water is great mineral water is best, water with like actual real minerals in it, and water with minerals that's filtered is also, is like, it's like the the good, better, best type of thing. You can get away with good if that's all you can do, that's totally fine. We did not start filtering our water until a couple months ago, so it's something that, you know, you can work up to. I personally, for minerals, I like mixing the Redmond Real Salt Relight. I'll link that in uh, the show notes below so you can check it out. But I like mixing that in a blender bottle to replenish my minerals. Uh, I don't like putting it in my hydro flask. I like to just keep regular water because I'm lazy and I don't want to wash the straw in the lid. That's just how it is. But I put it in a blender bottle especially after a tough and and sweaty workout. Like, if I have just sweat a ton, I know I need to replenish those electrolytes and those minerals. But also on days where maybe I either didn't work out or maybe it wasn't as sweaty, I still like to mix it up just to get some different flavors throughout the day because water can get pretty boring. Let's be real. And then my last caveat with this is please, please, please 
avoid products like liquid IV and those Mio drops. I see way too many people drinking liquid IV and it literally makes me sick. They claim to be super healthy and refreshing and like hydration multiplier, but if you flip the package around and you read the ingredients list, it has so much sugar in it, you guys. So much sugar. And Mio, I know for sure, also sometimes includes artificial dyes, which are awful for you, okay? So please avoid products like those. Read your ingredients labels, check those out because they are going to be super revealing. All right, so that's number two. Number three is getting 30 minutes of movement per day. And again, I feel like we hear this all the time, but I cannot stress it enough. Our human bodies were not designed to sit for eight hours a day. We have to move. We have to move around to keep things flowing and functional, okay? So this is honestly something I can't stress enough. As a trainer, like, you might expect me to say something like, oh, you need to work out every single day, but that's definitely not how I feel, okay? There's a reason why I say movement instead of weightlifting or something like that. It doesn't always have to be a gym-based workout. It could be something as simple as walking, stretching, swimming, yoga, riding a bike, whatever. It could be any of those things. Just movement is important. Do I think strength training is important? Well, of course I do. I'm a huge advocate for strength training. But if you aren't in a position to be consistently weightlifting, whether you don't have the energy, don't feel well, don't have access to a gym, or, you know, finances to buy equipment, whatever, movement is still important and you can get that in for free, okay? Something that I actually did to get more movement during my day when I'm not at the gym is I bought this mini treadmill that I put under my desk at home to walk on and get more steps like while I'm working. So that's been really helpful. I, you know, I still work out consistently, but I still try to get steps in a day because just that overall movement, the fluidity of using my muscles to walk is important. I honestly think walking is one of the most underrated ways to be overall well. And I'm really glad that there's this whole hot girl walk trend, you know, going around. So get that movement in daily, all right? That's number three. Number four, do something every day that makes you smile or laugh. Again, this sounds super simple, but sometimes it's not always easy. And let me just caveat this at the beginning. All right. I am not one of those people that's like, oh, positive vibes only, good vibes only. You always have to be positive. If you're in a shitty mood, I'm not going to be like, just be positive. That's not me. That's not how I operate. Okay. If you're having a shitty day and you don't want to smile or laugh and you just want to sit in that emotion of anger or sadness or whatever, by all means, please do that. But the point I'm trying to make here is, like, have you ever thought about the last time that you smiled or laughed? Actually smiled or laughed? Sometimes I do, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it has been a long time since I have laughed that hard. When we were kids, it was super easy to find joy in life because 
we had no responsibilities, our childhood traumas hadn't happened yet, or we were just oblivious to them at the time. But as adults, like, we're so overly consumed with life, our stresses, jobs, household, whatever, that we rarely able find joy in our daily life. And so, for me, sometimes what this looks like is channeling my inner child, my little Jessie, and doing something that she used to love doing. Like, I used to love climbing trees, swimming, dancing, or swinging on a swing set. Like, does it look ridiculous to see a 29-year-old swinging on a swing set? Sure. But only because it's not considered, quote, normal. Okay? Because adults, you know, don't have fun. We don't have fun enough. How many times have you been at a theme park or at a water park or something like that and you've seen an adult acting wacky and having a good time and how many times have we judged that person for having a good time? It's just not something normal that we see. I've totally been that person where I've judged somebody else like they're being annoying or whatever. But at the end of the day, I just, I believe that adults should be able to have fun too, whatever that looks like, regardless of what we think of what other people are thinking of us. I don't care. You see me on a swing set, I'm living my best fucking life, okay? (laughs) So if you see me on a swing set or climbing a tree, just be like, oh, Jessie's in her inner child today. (laughs) So that's number four. And moving on to number five, last one, is set boundaries. I I feel like I saved the hardest one for last. (laughs) Uh, Setting boundaries is such a difficult thing for us to do. Like, why? You know, like, I'm sure it probably stems from, again, childhood traumas, programming, people-pleasing, all of that stuff. But setting boundaries can and should, honestly, look different for everyone. They can range from something simple like not answering a work-related call while you're talking with your spouse or your partner or a child. Or it could be something major, like responding to an insensitive family member and asking them for space or respect. Like, that's really hard. That confrontation is really hard. I set boundaries with my coaching clients from the moment we start working together. I provide them with my phone number so they can reach me anytime they need, But I also warn them that I'm a human being, so I sleep at night, and I sometimes don't always have my phone on me, but I always assure them that I'll respond as soon as I can. And setting boundaries can also be implemented with something like screen time. Like, with children, screen time is such a big thing, and as adults it should be as well, I think. Like, don't get me wrong, I love nothing more than sitting down to eat a meal and putting on my favorite show. It is like nirvana to me. It is my favorite thing. It's something that I crave, okay? It is such a a habit of mine now. Like any meal, I'm usually watching something. But I love the feature on my iPhone that allows me to set like those automatic do not disturb times at night And it basically shuts off most of the apps on my phone. So I have to go through the open it and then, you know, 
open for 15 minutes or ignore for the rest of the day or, you know, I have to make that second choice. But I love that feature because it allows me to set boundaries with my phone so that I'm not constantly scrolling. Now, am I perfect with that? Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) I spend a lot of time on my phone, running my business from my phone, and sometimes I get caught in the scroll. I'm not going to lie to you, but having those boundaries is just a good starting point. And whatever boundaries look like for you, whether it's the screen time thing, setting boundaries with maybe your children, I think it's important to set boundaries with children. Set an example for them. You don't always have to be at their disposal. That's just me talking. Again, I'm not a mom, so it could be different. I don't know. I think it's important setting boundaries for your kids. You're just setting an example. Whatever boundaries (laughs) look like for you, I encourage you to start setting them because they're just ultimately making yourself a priority. That's what setting boundaries is. Nope, I don't have time for this. I'm making myself a priority. Nope, I don't need to worry about that right now. I'm making myself a priority. And that is what the whole point of this episode was, okay? (laughs) So, let's recap the five ways. Number one, set aside 10 to 15 minutes each day for you to be alone. Number two, drink half your weight in ounces of water per day. Number three, get 30 minutes of movement in daily Four, do something every day that makes you smile or laugh. And five, setting boundaries. There you go. Five simple ways to make yourself a priority. You can start implementing these things right now. Turn off this podcast and go make one of these a reality for you, okay? Always remember, you guys, make yourself a priority and I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you for spending your time with me in today's show. I truly appreciate you so much. To learn more about training with the Soulistic Co., check the show notes to learn more about our available programs or to schedule a call with me to get started. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Lockhart and at Team Soulistic. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll chat with you next week.